Okay, so we're going to be covering a stretch of parashas and Hanukkah. Here's a question that I've had. I've heard numerous answers. In parashas Vayishlach, Shimon and Levi attacked the city of Shechem. Yaakov says to them, well, What are you doing? Why did you attack the whole city? It's very dangerous. And they answered, They took our sister. What could, what, what, what could we do? And it looked like Yaakov was happy with that reply. However, 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 in Birchaz Yaakov, when he gets to Shimon and Levi, he gives him such a Muslim schmooz. Well, what happened? What happened to, to the answer they gave them back in Yishlach? Well, what came up now? Why was why why all of a sudden was it was it was it like totally fresh and and, and a problem? So Yaakov was basically telling telling saying to them, "Your sister, that's why you attacked Shem. But what about your brother, Shimon and Levi?" It says in, in Parshas Vayeshev, last week's Parsha. They were the ones whose idea was to throw Yosef into the pit. So what happened? Is it your sister? Oh, family, we can't, we can't, we can't not. Then what's Peshaw with Yosef? Say so basically, what Yaakov basically told them was, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Because we know what was it? What, what, what was the deciding? What was the deciding factor? Right, Levi became the Levim in the Beit Hamikdash, Chashav Levim. Whereas Shimon, 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 Shimon lost their chelik next to Israel, and they got some some portions from 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 Yehuda. They both had no portion, so to speak. But Levi got forty-eight cities in a, in a, in a, in a manner of Chashivas and and, and Matnas, Matnas Levia. What, what 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 happened differently? So, Levi and Shimon both had a, th- a third chance. And that's what showed their, their mahus for real. Levi, when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Arsinai and he saw the Yidin doing the Chet Egel, Moshe Rabbeinu called out, Mila Hashem Eli. And Obna Levi gathered them, and once again they had their Kanaristic Azil, and they used it. For the right thing, when the call went out, where was Shimon? Shimon, Shimon didn't go out. With the rest of Klai. So all of a sudden, they don't have that same zeal as they had by Yosef and by Dina and by Shem. What happened? But should Levi proved themselves? They're zealous, but they know they know how to use it right. Shimon, when they were when the Bnei Shimon were upset because they were dying in Magaifa by the Maaseh Zimri, was Midian. What happened? Zimri gets up and he does, he's going to show Moshe Rabbeinu. And what happened was that Levi had to jump in. Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron Akain had to jump in and stop him with his kanais. It means Levi chapped. Levi chapped the message. Levi chapped the message. In Parshish Ba'aleitzcha, when we discuss the Menorah in the Beis Hamikdash, so so Rashi says that 
Aaron was upset that he didn't get uh, that they didn't get to be service to us in the Siyim, didn't get to bring gifts to the base of Migdash, but we lay in on Hanukkah. Hashem said, Don't worry, you'll have the Menaira. So the, Ram, the Ramban, I think, I'm not sure exactly how he asks it, but basically the question is, he's gonna get the menorah anyway. That's the job of the Kahanim to light the menorah. What's what's where, where does it where does it compare to that to that to that Chanukah And he says actually what, what what Hashem promised Aaron was that many years later, many years later, the only people who are going to stand up to defend the Beis Hamikdash and rededicate it are going to be your Kahanim. You're going to have a Chanukah which we're going to have as a Yom Tif for generations. The Yom Tif of Chanukah is a much more celebrated Yom Tif than the Yom Tif of the Chanukah Sanasim, because there isn't a Yom Tif of the Chanukah Sanasim. Some, some Minhagim don't say Tachanan during the Shiva Simei Meluim, and we don't say Tachanan during Nisan, but it's nothing like Chanukah. So let's talk a little bit about Chanukah. What I've been trying to imagine the scene a little bit and explain a little bit Give it some sort of like what exactly was going on? What exactly did the Hashmanam do? So it starts off the way I see it in the small town of Mordin, which was, I guess, relatively peaceful for a number of years, even though the Yavanim were, were taking over everywhere else in the big cities. And that's where Matis Yo, who used to be Kayingadal, but he wasn't Kayingadal anymore. Now it was, it was, I don't know what they were up to, but it's been, it, had a, it was a string of Hellenistic um, Kahan and Gedalim who paid off the government to be appointed, who, who as the Gemara Numa says, there was, um, there was, I think, 18 Kahan and Gedalim in the Bayez Rishain, and over 300-something Kahan and Gedalim in the Bayez Shani, and then the Gemara goes in Cheshman's how 11 of them covered at least 150 years, if not more, of the Bayez Shani, and that means that there was 300 who didn't even make it out the year. And we know that when a, when a Tzaduki would go in on Yom Kippur, he would die. But Matis Yo was a Kayin Gadol, at least from what we know of that story, he was at some point he was a Kayin Gadol, and he was mistumbled, usurped by Jason and his cronies, the, the Hellenistic Kahanim Gedalim. Now he's sitting here in his town, trying to keep the Torah going, trying to resist, trying to do what he can. And and the armies of, of, of Yavan march into town and they start doing their thing. Who wants, who's going to bring his carbon, his pig to, to, our, to our gods? And, and imagine him sitting there. Old man, he tried, he tried, he tried. And, and, and there's someone, someone, and now everyone's sitting quietly and the soldier's getting a little more aggressive and finally one man stands up because I'll, I'll offer, I'll offer that, the, the pig. Matisyo knows he's from the only le- ones left. Now, the soldiers are by his doorstep. He 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 he's a, he's an old man. He has nothing left. If he doesn't if he doesn't do something now, it might actually And he he taps into that to that to that to that levius inside him that 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 feeling, and he gets up, and he grabs the sword from the nearby soldier and immediately slays the the the, the man who was willing to give into the Yavanim. And he screams out, Mila Hashem Eli. And who comes running to him? Just his five sons. No one else. The whole town. I don't know if people live there. And I, I don't know what would have happened if he gave up. I don't know what would have happened if everyone in the town joined in. I don't know what would have happened if he gave up. But think about it now. 
So what happens? There's this old Kayin with his five sons, the only ones who cared about 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 the Torah enough to, to get up and 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 storm off into the hills to to, to make a plan of some sort. But what what were they, what were they thinking? Now, so now we have a father and five sons who are the most learned people on, on some level, or at least some of the most learned people. They, they, they weren't warriors. They didn't have weapons. They quickly grabbed what they can and they ran off. But they didn't run off to hide. They ran off to, no, to make a stand. They said, no one cares. We're going to have to show them. And they were ready to be, now they were going to be mighty nefesh. The, the Kahanim, the, the Matasyahu and his sons went to die Kedesh Hashem. They said that this is this that's it. This is this is the Kivshanaish of our generation. We have to run and just try to stop the, the Greek army. There's nothing nothing left anymore. The last place where we were standing, it's, it's it. And and I was picturing this scene. Right, and our old father and his five sons. And the entire Greek army arrayed in front of them. I don't know how big it was, fifty thousand, hundred thousand. Elephants are big. One elephant itself is big. And they would, I was picturing the discussion. What were they discussing? Who's going to take the front flank? Who's going to take the side flank? It, it was no, there's no, there's no strategy when it's six on a th- hundred thousand or fifty thousand. There's no strategy when you have one ma- old man with a sword and, a, and, and, and everyone else has like a, a, a rake and a shovel and a, and, a, and, a, and a pitchfork. And then the two sides met. And it, it's just like a mind-boggling picture in my head. W- what did it look like, Right? We're weird. We're what, we're what happened to the Greek soldiers? Why didn't they just... Because Hashem told them, no. No, it's not about it's not about you dying. It's about you living. And they beat the Iranim. And they retook the Beit HaMikdash. And they were able to rededicate it. And they didn't know, they didn't know how, how, how much, how far they went. They didn't know how successful they were. Did they bring the Shekhinah back to Beit HaMikdash or not? They didn't know. They were still, they were still, they were still worried. They were still, they were still sad. And then, and then when they got to that, when they purified the base of Megiddo, they found a jug of oil. They needed a menorah, and they stuck seven spears in the ground, and they lit them, and it stayed burning for eight days. They knew that they that they made that they that they did it that they rededicated the base of Megiddo, and and it's really a message for everyone. There's, 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 there's calls of Mila Hashem Eli on some way or another. All the time. There's a, there's a quiet one. Maybe it's for you to go out and, and learn. Maybe it's for you to go into a mitzvah. There's bigger ones. We all know we had challenges in the past years in regards to these type of things. You have to know that there's a time where you have to get up and answer it. Baruch Hashem, we're lucky. It's not about picking up, picking up uh, kitchen knife and charging at a huge army, but that spark, that that light of Hanukkah, that's there to inspire us to make sure that when to work on ourselves and understand and realize that when we hear that call, we have to know what to answer as well. A fair Hanukkah.